liquid death because yeah. it was cold. We're recording. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording. Welcome. Here we go. And I'm not Tony Hall. Hey everybody, it's Jason Ellis and Tony Hawk, Hawk vs. Wolf, greatest podcast of all time in the history of the universe. What, what he said about our podcast, uh, and we have decks that are of the podcast. Signed by the greatest skateboarder <laughs> of all time in the history of the universe, and me. Two decks, go side by side, signed by each of us, right there, black with silver. I love this board so much. Tim Baring art on both of these. Shout out to Tim, and get yourself one of these bad boys. Black and silver, diptych. Available now. Get one today. Uh, you can get it at TonyHawk.com and in the shop right there. Yeah. Make sure you do that if you haven't. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the show, you guys. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the most excited I've ever been for one of these things. So. Oh, thank you. So Garrett McNamara, Nicole McNamara are Hello. here in studio. Big wave legend. I don't really know. If I, it, it's so hard to give you a proper title, but... It's hard for but. us, like, when people say... What do you do? Yeah. He surfs monsters. Yeah. Big wave, ocean explorer. That's, that'd be a sick <laughs> title. What, what's your title? Monster surfer? Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> I ride monsters. I ride monsters. I've never used that. Do no, you mind cool. if we quote you, know, you I have it all, that? man. I, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to help me. Monster surfer. Okay. As a guy yeah. that has ridden some monsters in his time... Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's where I knew this was going. That's I, I met was, waves, Tony. I met waves. I told him the story about Tabarua and how I got pushed into... Cause cloud break? Yeah, when I paddled out and Salama paddled next to me, he was like, wow, like, you know, you know what you just did? I'm like, you're right, I don't know what I just did. <laughs> he's like, well, when it comes to 80 feet of, of wave, and I, I was actually telling my manager on the drive down here today that I got a lot of respect for for all athletes... But to me, it's not the smartest thing I've said, but to me, I've, I've been in positions where I want this so bad that I'm willing to die for it. And I know it's like a stu- like a, like I mean, even like, uh, like Muhammad Ali movies and stuff where Muhammad Ali's like, you don't re- like, you don't realize I'm willing to die for this. Are you? And like, that really hits me because I've been in situations where I took it so serious. It wasn't even like I could have died in it. It was... I want to do good so bad that I I don't want to live without doing good in this. And I feel like you guys, like you got a wife, you got kids, and you're riding a wave where obviously you're a professional, you know how to get in and out of things, but still 80 feet or like this thing that is just a like a mountain of water and you're and you're riding it all the time. Like your life is on the line, right? You know that, right? Or do you just don't think that that's a, that's a possibility? I don't process that thought. I just see success. Because I also saw that you don't get nervous when you, when you ride these waves. Uh, since about 2007, I've been just totally relaxed in big waves. But then 16, when I shattered my shoulder, it really the pain was so severe for so long that it still weighs on me. It's in the back of my mind, and I don't want to ever endure that again so was that from hitting water or from hitting mavericks hitting the water wow wait not not the ground the water shattered it the water's hard from a great distance 10 pieces he skipped like a stone Stone. what's the one did it keep breaking yeah no i mean like his arm your impact i broke on impact on impact, yeah, but and it for sure kept and then just kept yeah and then he didn't know what was wrong and he and he was all the way to the rocks before they got to him. And then he's, so he endured all that oh, pounding so with it just being torn right, and jammed. Right. It ended up getting lodged. In it broke f- off the humeral head and lodged in his, into his pectoral muscle. So your arm's not moving at this point, right? Like when you're trying to swim, it's not. No. No, yeah. I tried it to was, get on the sled and I'm like, the sled's broken. I was hitting the bottom of the sled with this and I thought the sled was all broken. Oh, Wow. It's, it's crazy the things we tell ourselves in those moments. Because <laughs> I've been saying, like, I mean, on a very smaller scale, I had my fingers just pointing a different direction after a fall, and I was like, that seems weird, but should be all right. Yeah. Like, you know, just, let's just go. Let's yeah. get out of here. You know. What? Not back on the ramp. When I dislocated my fingers. Yeah, you thought it was okay? 
Ah, something in my head was just like. I think it's survival. Yeah, it's that's, just, yeah, yeah, that's gonna. We're gonna fix that. Yeah, that was my first instinct. But but what you said, I don't. I only see success. Absolutely identify with that because people say that they're like, you know, what what if something goes wrong? I don't think about that. There's no way I'm gonna think about that. You know what, what could happen? Because you go down that road and that's what's gonna happen. And right? it's not reality. The only thing right. is reality in that moment. But do you think that? What you do, especially big waves, toe in, I mean, the whole game changed when when you had vests and obviously safety helmets and everything else. Do you feel like that opened up the door to more inexperienced people coming in or do you feel like that that allowed you to do what you do better? Both. It opened up the door for anybody who wants to try and ride a big wave. Mm-hmm. And Not anybody. If you want to, you can. You just you have to have the will. You think no matter what, you live? No. No, but if you pass out and there's a jet ski there, they'll grab you and give you a little kiss and bring you back. It gives a lot of people a false sense of security who probably yeah. don't belong out there. And so now they're showing up like, oh, I can do this because I've got a safety vest on. But you just so. said false sense of reality, which means they're going to get real hurt. I mean, yeah, they can get real hurt yeah. and they can get in positions that they don't want to be in and they don't know how to get themselves out right. of. We've seen it. And you can get stripped naked. Yeah. yeah it I can heard. blow your vest off. It can blow your wetsuit off if it really yeah. wants to. I heard Lane Hamilton awesome. say that, that like he was like naked. And I'm like, wait, I can't I can barely get my wetsuit off after <laughs> I finish surfing. How did the wave get it off? That's some Rips serious it off. power. Yeah. Rip the seams. So oh, in wow. surfing <laughs> I, I don't think I've heard that aspect. Right? That risk factor, yeah. yeah. I, so I, in surfing, you're not the friendliest bunch when you're uh, bad at it. But when it comes to bigger waves where there's a, <clears throat> a lot of danger, are you more friend? Like, do you go, hey man, maybe maybe don't. Does is does that? Do you suggest to these newcomers that are like, I got my vest, I got my helmet, I, who cares? Do you suggest, hey man, you're not at that level, or do you go, what an asshole, good luck. If if they're prepared. I would probably only share what I feel if they asked me. Okay, but so no, you, you're not. You, you don't just go offering advice. Someone that's it's like, just they don't listen if you offer. If they wow. ask, then they might receive. Right. I do stand insane. on the cliff yelling at on the radio like, "Who's in charge of these people out here?" Like, <laughs> so you see people that you. Oh know my god! I've seen the craziest things. A hundred percent. Sounds like regularly you see that. More often now. I mean, in the beginning, it was just us, but now there's is every swell. There's more and more teams out there, and is there teams that are all, like the whole team doesn't know what they're doing? I would Definitely. say so. Yeah, hundred percent. Wow. Like, and they well, when you say team, you mean someone on a ski and someone yeah, on a board, yeah. like and the yeah. spotter yeah. on the cliff. Yeah, the they spotter. Have a spotter. Yeah. And no safety ski, and the spotter's not spotting. Right, because right. he doesn't <laughs> even know what he's looking for. Right, <laughs> or who? Right. Wow, that's so wild. And are they inspired by just what they see on videos today? Is that what's triggered this? I think it's just everybody's there now. <laughs> they want to be the person who rides the biggest wave and be famous. But not yeah. not with the background to back it up. Like, that's like mega ramp in skateboarding. Right, if it's like, oh, I'm just going to try know, to like drop in. Clicking yeah. his helmet on, yep. and I'd be like, hey, man, like... <laughs> Have you been here before? <laughs> no, no, but I saw Daddy Way. Like I've, I've come to well, break the world record. Well, that's the thing. They show up on the day of the big swell. They don't come a week before yeah. or a month before and, and like figure it out and feel it out. No, they show up the day of and rent and a jet their, ski and they rent a jet ski. Oh, dude. Yeah, rent a jet yeah. ski. So they're not even good at riding Correct. jet ski. Man, I, I can jet ski, and I would never go out there uh, yeah. not to save anybody. Yeah. I wouldn't just. Go around out there. I don't want anything to do with those waves. On any, I don't want boat. I don't want anything. Yeah. I don't want to go out there. I'm not going out there. How about that? I had, I had the exact opposite experience. I, I got to go towing surfing once at Spreckles, Spreckelsville. Yep. Maui. Amazing. It, Maui, Beautiful. yeah. Long right. Long right, yeah. So uh, my brother set it up. Uh, you know my brother, who was the editor of Surfer Magazine for a long time. But he with set Laird it up and them? Or with Laird, you? Rush. Rush Randall and Never. Dave Kalama. Amazing. They wow. were our drivers. They're so in right? good hands. Oh, yeah. And, but also, <laughs> definitely <laughs> false sense like of security. Solid, yeah. No, no, but right, I mean false sense of security because yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. well, these guys are, <laughs> they're the best at this. You know, this is like 2001-ish too, yep. so it was still yep. kind of early on. Yep. 
And I remember Dave was trying out one of the first foils that day. And he's wearing ski boots. What? Yeah, locked ski in. boots locked into a how foil. They all did it? And, and we were like, playing. "What the hell is going?" He's like, "Ah, he's just testing that out. Like, don't worry about him. What like, he's, he's on his own. He's over there." What's that? What happens if he fall? He sinks. <laughs> yeah. What's so you have to? You have, well, you're sinking. Take your boots off. I, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> sink look, or swim. It, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, it didn't look uh, that fun. Smart. But I, I'll never forget. I think it was Laird was towing me in. No, Laird was towing my brother in. And uh, Rush was, was towing me in, but, but we were out there just waiting on the set. And I had never experienced this at all. So we're so far out that you don't even see the sets coming. They do. Oh, but we wow. don't. And yeah. so I'm just like, and Rush is like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go. What? Okay. So he starts going, and all of a sudden, this mound of water just starts forming under me. Dude. And then before I know it, I'm dropping in and it's like, it's like, I mean, I only have a skateboard gauge of top size, but it was definitely like 18 foot ramp. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh, like, look at that. This is so crazy. It felt like a bank. Yeah. Right. And I know it's not I'm, steep. I'm, I'm preaching the choir, here, but, but it just was like, Oh, this is insane. But I'm going backside okay. and I suck at going backside, uh, especially trying in the barrel. And then I'm just like, Oh yeah. And then I look back and I see the pit and I was like, Oh my God, that's the scariest thing I've ever seen right here. And so I looking just- Looking back at the wave. Looking back at the wave, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's a legit, hollow, Hawaiian wave oh. that I'm riding. Right. You know? But don't then, go back in there. Don't go back in there. Yeah. So I stayed on the face. <laughs> then, of course, the next wave, I'm like, ah. A little deeper. Yeah, like, why not? <laughs> See what happens back here. Yeah. Immediately gets hit in the head. Oh. I fall forward. I roll. I roll down two shelves. Um, you know, because I can feel it. I can feel it. Like I'm yeah. in the whitewash. I'm trying to get in, and then I feel myself drop, and then drop again. I'm pretty sure we were wearing vests. I mean, people weren't were yeah, back then. We're just starting. Now. Probably just starting. Yeah. Sure, they Laird and them had them. Yeah, so they gave them to us, and then I came up like panicked. Rushes right there. That's lucky. Like, right next to me, just like he's like, you good? Get on. Let's go. Good. So yeah. somehow he's jet skiing next to that. He's just jet skiing as I'm rolling down in fear of my life in yeah. a washing machine. Yeah. Just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and picks you up. Jason. Yes. This Tony show Hulk. is sponsored by BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp. I'm going to call them after the show. I'm not joking. You, you, I think you'll benefit. I think I will. Yes. What have I got to lose, Tony Hawk? What have you got to lose? I don't know um, why I'm saying your full name right now. I don't know, Jason Ellis. What do you got to lose? It sounded cool, though. <laughs> it does? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know, Jason, that therapy can be a place to work through your challenges, especially the ones you face in a relationship? Because yeah. people say that relationships are supposed to be easy. Yeah. I don't think that relationships are truly that rich if they're that easy. Now he tells me. Therapy could definitely help you with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to call them after the show. I might call them right now. You do the rest of the read. All right, well, Jason, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Okay, I'll do that Like after this. All right, well, therapy's definitely helped me. And uh, it's all online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, they get matched, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. That's good advice, Jason. Hey, right, right. Thank you. I got to listen to me, man. Visit betterhelp.com slash hawkwolf today and get 10% off your first month. That's pretty cool. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash hawkwolf. Hey, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Shh Tape. It's a thing that you put on your face that makes you not snore. Do you snore? Because I do. And since I got older, apparently it's worse. I was in the hospital the other day, and then when I woke up, the doctor was like, hey, man, you snore bad. I didn't know about shh tape at the time. Otherwise, I would have told him to shh, I got tape. But I don't. But now I do. Imagine if you were able to wake up feeling more rested without a stuffy nose. I'd be into that. Imagine if you were able to put on your mouth tape, and it covers your mouth and stays on all night. Picture yourself being able to wake up Without your partner yelling about your obnoxious, loud, loud snoring. They're bigger, they're stickier, they're comfier. Shh, tape knows it. Knows that they can increase your quality of sleep and they want you to get started as soon as possible. To help, they're giving us, they're giving you, I should say, 
They're giving you a chance to buy tape for 50% off using the code WOLF50. That's me. Hence the wolf on his head. Go to shtape.com. End shtape. Sh- <laughs> End sh- sleep tonight with shtape. A better way to mouth tape. Con- connect. Well, yeah, you can connect with him on Instagram and Facebook at sh- the the dashy thing, but a lower dashy, not a middle dashy, lower dashy tape, and share your success stories. Or go to their website www dot shtape.com as in s-h-h-t-a-p-e dot com yeah but i was just saying that you know it wasn't it wasn't like some yahoo like yeah go for it we're you know it was just like oh these are the guys that have started helped to create this movement they did this is the best case scenario and for sure i'm never doing it again but um come on you're not gonna come with me one day i know i would trust you if we can go if we can go left I have the best record in my house in Hawaii. Yes. And it's long and, and and forgiving. Okay, I'm in then. Forgiving. Yes, I will, I will I will It is. I'll rekindle my my uh, towing oh, career you will be with you. Thank you. On okay. the right day. But what what was it? I mean, and then we'll swim with the dolphins after, okay? Ooh, I want to do that. <laughs> that would be that would yeah. definitely be my reward Ooh, for yeah. surviving. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's spiritual, surreal, yeah. all the above. But what what was it that led you to Either knowing that's what you wanted to do, or what was the spark? The adrenaline was like, oh, I got to ride bigger waves than I could paddle into. I was sitting on the beach at sunset, and I saw Laird, Derek, and Buzzy the first time they did it. And I they were ran towing at sunset out backyards through sunset. Okay, I ran home. Was it with the Zodiac? Yeah, yeah. ran home, grabbed my board. And I was going to paddle out there and ask him to tow me into one. <laughs> And I and me and Johnny Boy were right there, and all I was doing, I just kind of froze with my jaw dropped on the ground, just like a cartoon character, and didn't move and just watched it all go down. That was it. It was that, like that was it. And there's nobody out. They're all by themselves. Right. It's like the lineups are so crowded. Well, was that was just, the other thing is when in my experience, we we got to ride a couple waves, and then two guys paddled out, and then Laird and Rush and I were like, we got to go. Yeah. yeah. These guys, they paddled out. They have, they have priority. Hundred percent, because yeah. they're locals. No, because, no, because they're paddling. It's safety. Their, yeah. It's a safety issue. Oh, okay. Because if you make them stay out there, they're in, they're in danger. If the guy rides a wave and falls, and then you tow your friend in, and then you're coming in full speed to get your friend, all of a sudden this guy pops up. Oh wow! Or a lot of guys don't want the wake they don't want the smell yeah I was gonna which, say it, it yeah. felt more like a respect thing at that, yeah. in that yeah. time it was like yeah we're you know we're, we're on we're doing this in a way that's not cool really okay. yeah. when I see a paddler I'm like Ugh. but then when I'm paddling and Jesse's come around I'm like Ugh. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. I see how that works <laughs> so what was your first experience then first experience towing, towing was with Charlie Walker and Dawson Jones and they took me out on their Zodiac uh impeller zodiac so it's like a jet ski with a pontoon around yeah. it and um we went to lonnie's there was nobody out and we towed lonnie's and it was just a dream they were the first team on oahu and they were seasoned they were getting really good at driving they're already good at surfing mm. and they were the perp they took me under their wing that's so sick well actually i bought a zodiac first a giant zodiac outfitted it redid everything put a big shark mouth on the nose and tried towing it with that and we got a couple waves but it was just way too dangerous with that outboard engine and then charlie and dawson took me under their wing why is it dangerous with the outboard engine run you over <laughs> oh yeah ground oh. beef there's a, there's a propeller involved. Yeah, I totally get it now. <laughs> I remember when I came home from Hawaii from that trip, though, I was like, buying a jet ski. Oh, so you got my, the you got the itch. Because I was thinking I'm going to tow into smaller waves that are yeah. more my yeah. comfort zone. Uh, yeah. the, the, the base. Del Mar Beach. The yeah, base. the base. That was it. That was yeah, our whole plan. I was like, we're we're get, yeah, we're going to get a tow, jet ski. We're gonna boat in from the yeah. water because you can you can surf on the base if you come in from the water. Yep. Yeah. No paddling. I'm all about and, that. And it's, it's amazing. Not, the yeah. waves it aren't is crowded. amazing. And the waves aren't crowded there because you have to ah, be in okay. the military to surf. Yeah. There, unless you come from the coast. And so, so you get mad we had this whole plan and <laughs> didn't happen. When I met her, she was a paddleboard racer, 
and I took her touring for the first time in Tahiti. Was that the first time? And she's got her first couple waves, and she's like, F, F paddle surfing yeah. and yeah. I just want to go. And she just wanted to get bigger and bigger and bigger waves. And we went to Nazare, and I hadn't been pounded yet. So you I hadn't really surfed it. Yeah. And, and, and he she, takes me out there. Says, <laughs> oh, damn. It was the same thing. Like He's like, we're probably, it was a super stormy day. It was crazy. And but it was glassy. We it wasn't. It was glassy. Just, <laughs> <laughs> were, were, they, were but, the waves lining up at the same place every time? No. Or was it was scattered. It was just scattered. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, this is why it was And then he's like, don't worry. We're probably not even going to get a wave. I'll just tow you around so you can feel the board and get used to it. I'm just like getting pulled up thinking I'm not even catching a wave. He goes, yeah. let go. There's a wave just popped up. Oh damn! What do you mean they just popped up? Yeah, just popped <laughs> up. Wait, so let go, so let like, go because you don't want to get in the way, or let go because no, you're, 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 you're riding the wave. No, let go because you're riding the wave. Already on the wave, and she comes down the wave, and she's like, "Well, this. I held on too long, so kind of like Slingshot slingshotted it. me, oh, and I was just wow. rolling up the windows, and then skipped like a stone, and then you can see my little arm in the video footage, like going over the falls, oh. and the whole time I'm thinking. Oh, I'm fine. Garrett's going to be right there to pick me up. I'm just going to pop Wait, up. Wait, when you were going over the falls, you were like, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm fine? Well, I was just like, he's just going to get me. Like, he'll be there with the jet the, ski. over the falls bit? Yeah, oh, I did separate my rib and all that kind of stuff. Shit. But <laughs> Maniacs. But he wasn't there to get me. Wait. Where were you? Yeah, where was he? And it's freezing, and my brain's she like a, up so late that there was no time a to brain dinner. freeze. I don't even know wow. where I'm at. I can't see land. I don't see a jet ski. Man. Then I come in on the second one, and she puts up the wrong arm. So I grab her arm, try to throw her in the sled, and oh, she no. twists off. No. So then it almost, that, he had to leave and me. I, 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 the wave <laughs> is on us, and I got to let her go. Oh, no. Wait, so then you, I got to go back around. It's first date. Yeah, right? <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> Back around, finally get her again, same thing, wrong arm. And then she's so far in, I'm like, stand up! And she's like so delirious. And then she starts standing but up. But he doesn't know the place yet because it doesn't throw you to the beach. Yeah. It just keeps sucking you to the impact. Yeah. So I literally had to hold on oh to sand God. and like claw, claw my way out of the ocean. Man. Oh, and that's I, how you got out? Yes, yeah. that's how I got out. He you did not save out. me. No. Whoa. I fly up the beach right next to her, jump off, and she's over there just... just and let's I, go out again. I, I walk to her to, to like... And she just falls back. That's heavy. That was last... Yeah. I mean, she I went out right one, one, one or two that. times just after. Just getting yeah. towed in. But you don't like, always have to go there. No, I just... At the PTSD, like, even if you're yeah, in yeah, Hawaii, no, I, I like, I see a big wave coming, I'm like, take me home, like... Yeah, yeah. I, I got it. It's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, I got, like, I got held down. I got held down <laughs> well, at Cloud Break. And that ended my like yeah. paddle in surf. Yeah, when it becomes mission. stressful and yeah. there's like anxiety, like what no do you thing. say like about breathing? Yeah, I freaking love breathing whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big fan. Yeah. That's the I mean when people ask us. People what take we do, it for granted. But that's when people ask us what did we do, and especially riding those big ramps, you know, because some of those ramps are, are twenty eight feet tall. And they're like, aren't you scared? I'm like, no, because the ramp is going to come attack me after I fall. Right. Yeah. The way the waves are. Yeah, and you can breathe. And hold me time. down, yeah. yeah, underwater. I was like, I can just slide out and walk away. Yeah, yeah. I told the story in the last episode. The only time I've ever been attacked twice in skateboarding is I hit the coping, and then I bounced off to the flat. And I remember on the way to the second slam, I was like, wait, another attack? Like, that's not cool. But in surfing... There's no two. It's just constant. constant. It doesn't stop. So how old are you? 56. 56. I'm 52. And my um, prime is gone. (laughs) (laughs) You you, said there was such certainty. He tells me he's still working towards his. Well, that's a, you, you're trying to surf a bigger wave. If it comes, but I, I got to be ready. And I, I honestly, I mean, I just broke this. If this wasn't broken, I'm not physically ready to endure three or four or five waves. I mean, I could catch the biggest wave ever and then endure a couple waves. But when I you would, say endure, you mean if you fell off, yeah. taking three yeah. like three waves in a row, holding you down. I could probably do three. Maybe more. And Jaws. Wait, are you saying? I had 20 waves in the head of Jaws not yeah, too just, long ago. And you were, I but think, he, I was about he comes up for air. Oh, no, I'm aware. Yes. But only for a second and then back down, scrambled right. and smashed and ripped yeah. apart again. Right. And you say, what is the. Sometimes barely a breath. You're like, 
coming out with your lips. <laughs> right. So not much air in your no. lungs, and then being down there. So you, staying calm is probably pretty key. That's the key. But so what is the train? Like you're saying, you're not in shape for that. Like you, you would have to train. Yes. What is the training that you do to be in shape to be held for I, three eighty foot waves? For that, just breath work, mainly breath work, but also stamina training, just to so your muscles don't fatigue and you get too tired. Okay, so you do breath work so that when you have no air. You can still find air in there. Is yeah. That you, well, you hyperoxygenate on your way out, hyperoxygenate while you're out there, and hyper. And I like to hyperventilate and then hyperoxygenate before I ride a big wave these days. Like that kid was sharing hyperventilating. Yeah. They say not to do that Jagger in underwater training because most of training is based around free diving. And if you hyperventilate before you go down super deep. You, your body shuts off the mechanism to tell you you need air, and you pass out without even knowing that you need air. But when you're underwater getting pounded, you want to be comfortable the whole way so you don't panic. So if you're as hyperoxygenated as you can be and all the mechanisms are shut off, you stay down there relaxed, and you're going to get up as soon as you can, but there's no other time you're going to get up, so you mm -hmm. want to be comfortable the whole time. When you say comfortable, like when it's, put, when it's spinning you around and stuff, do you let it take you like do you try to stay keep your arms and legs with you or are you that relaxed that you kind of um like you're flailing around but while staying calm ideally you're holding on to your vest or your life jacket or just balled up but trying not to use too much force to keep yes, your arms there yes so and then like when the pounding's over you put your arms out and you barely use your arms to get up because if you use your legs, you you, you it yeah, your legs so, use expels the most, the most but oxygen. But you, you were doing this before using life vests, right? Yes. How would you figure out which way is up? Whew. You would just have to open your eyes and try to find the light. And sometimes it's so dark down there you don't know. Dude, See, that is so, so dark down there you don't know which way is up. Because I've rarely been in a situation where I couldn't figure out which way was up because I just don't put myself in those kind of waves. But I can see how it would happen when you're deep and you're just like swimming. Like, I hope I'm going towards the surface. The craziest thing is if you break your eardrum, you can be on a small wave and you don't know which way's up and you swim down. Oh, damn. And the only way you know which way's up is a leash. And if you don't have a leash, you're just like swimming yep. in circles. And it's happened to me on big waves, but uh, I had my vest, so it took me up. I, that's, that's what happened to me at Tavarua. I, I caught the first wave of set, kicked out, and then realized what trouble oh. I was in. And just dove and then just held onto my leash. So my board's just tombstoning, but that's how I got back up. So and you then, just hearing you say that, it just makes Oh, me man, I went straight to the boat. I went straight to the boat. And I know these experiences pale by comparison, but this is all I got. Uh, I went straight to the boat, and I was just like, nope, that's yeah. it. Like, that was my cloud break experience. And then uh, my brother came up, and he's like, you got you to gotta come back out. And you went for it? Yeah, he's like, you got to come back out because you're never going to want to surf any decent-sized wave again. face it. Yeah, and so I did. I came out, but I definitely wasn't catching the first wave of the set. I was way out on the shoulder, just poaching waves that people bailed on, and that was that was good. You learned patience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> That's it, yeah. No, I learned that I was a total wuss in the water. That's what I learned. That my brother has been telling me from day one, but it was right there, front and center. I feel like because I hit my head on a recently on a body jar and I hit my head on a on a hand plant and now both those tricks to me I don't have a heart monitor on but I reckon my heart rate goes up before I do both of those and when I do both of those I have a lot more respect for them when I do them because it's I'm like remember that I'm like oh yeah I remember that <laughs> so this one how yeah, about, let's how, not do that again how about we really line that tail up before <laughs> you go back in like every time I do this you got to hit your tail on the way back in and I just wasn't thinking and my wheel hit instead of my tail and I went head first over the top and fell from the top to the bottom mm. on the top of my head uh. and like not only did I get knocked out but I did something weird to my neck that like uh. lasted like six months where I was like wait this could be permanent because <laughs> when you're 50 and it's been six months and it hurts to do that yeah. I'm like this could be like till death <laughs> but but it went away did no, I had that conversation with my wife last week where I was like, my neck was like that in pain. I was like, is this just how it is now? Right. Is this what I am? This is the, these are the cards I've dealt myself mm -hmm. and going forward. And then a few days later, it feels a little better. I'm like, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs>
let's go skate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the first thing that pops in there. It's working. We're back, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not that a whole six months of like, man, was that necessary to do <laughs> that? Like, I could have done another trick, but yeah. Do you feel you get the rush now when you do that trick? Oh, yeah. Your heart rate goes up, so you yeah. get the rush. If you uh, yeah, and you just... You, 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 you never have... got the rush before, yeah. right? With yeah, that you, trick. Yeah, you're right. I definitely think yeah. I'm cooler yeah, yeah. now when I do it than I did before <laughs> I landed on my head, like, I think it was two years ago. Yeah, so... I think, because I did one the other day, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> to myself, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, that one's landed all the way. I saw it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I know what I'm doing again. <laughs> but, yeah, there was definitely a decade or two where I took that for granted completely just bang and on the way back in but now it's like come on baby you see it you see it okay you're okay go but what's it like being the voice of reason in those conversations <laughs> are you the voice that of is reason? my wife uh, she's the voice of reason well i'm definitely the voice of reason but i'm also sometimes like he'll be like oh there's a big swell i'm like well go <laughs> jason yeah tony this show is also sponsored by shopify i love shopify and that we have a sponsor shopify is sick like, you use started, it huh yeah for Birdhouse merch. So I could sell Wolf Knife merch on there? Of course. I'm going to do that. Yes. Do it. Wow. It's super easy. This podcast is handy. <laughs> Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. So get on it, Jason. Yeah, seriously. What have I been doing? From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? That would be awesome. That would be sick. I almost cussed. <laughs> Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for one dollar per month trial period and at Shopify.com slash Hawk. Woo! Finally. Yeah, no, that's fair. Put uh, some respect on it. All lowercase. Yeah, we're putting some respect on it, but it's all lowercase. Yeah. Well. Uh go to Shopify.com. Go to Shopify.com slash Hawk. Yeah, say your own thing. Yes. Uh, now if it's lowercase, it does it's not my name then. It's your name. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shopify.com slash Hawk now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's Shopify.com slash Hawk, H-A-W-K. Yeah, she told me to go to Mavericks the last while, and I decided to break my wrist instead. How'd you break it? Snowboarding. On ice, but... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Everybody asked me... <laughs> Didn't have wrist guards. I'm going to put my wrist guards on there time. Because <laughs> Justine said, no wrist guards. You'll break your arm over there. I'm like... You are being recorded. That is recorded. a theory. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the truth. Um, <laughs> but, like, you guys were asking earlier just about, like, the fear part of it or the... You know, is he afraid of dying? I've never once, knock on wood, I would I think what he's doing is putting his life at risk. Just getting hurt. Yeah, just getting hurt, which really that. sucks. But it is a calming thing. <laughs> I, I've done stunts before where I've had my family there when, when my my kid, one of my kids was really young, and my one of my, one of my wives, I'm a keeper, was there, <laughs> and I was jumping off a off a skateboard onto the back of a dirt bike over a gap, and it really wasn't that dangerous, but. I rolled my ankle at the very start, so I looked really hurt, and I guess it could go pretty bad, but no, I had like a, I think I had a motorcycle helmet on. I wasn't going to die, and I could tell that my wife was really freaked out, and I remember going over there and going, look, worst case scenario, I'll get hurt, yeah. but there's no way I'm dying. Yeah. And I remember when it came out of my mouth, it made me feel better, because I was like, yeah, no, that's... But did it make her feel better? Yeah, did it? I, I, I think so. Like, I, I did, I, she definitely, because she was one of those people that would be like, you're not doing it. And she was like, well, yeah, go on then. (laughs) On the flip side of that, I broke my leg uh, a year and a half ago, uh, almost two years ago now, uh, doing a McTwist, you know, a trick that we used to take for granted. I do not take it for granted anymore. Um, But when I finally was recovering and I got back to a a place where I thought, okay, I'm going to be able to do this trick again, I brought my wife here. She rarely comes here to, you know, she'll come here if our kids are skating or whatever, but she really... Because does. it makes her nervous? Or no, she's just, just got better things yeah, to do than yeah. to watch <laughs> tricks. But I, I brought her here because I knew I couldn't get hurt in front of her. <laughs> so it was more, it was more for me. Moral it was like, sport. oh, I'm going to make this because <laughs> I am not allowed <laughs> to, get to get hurt, hurt again. Yeah. She's watching me. Yeah, and I made it. So yeah, even it with worked. this wrist, like he came in and I'm like, he's like, I broke it. I'm like... Oh. Yeah, I'm like what? <laughs> and then he's mad at me for being mad instead of being like, "Oh, poor baby." <laughs> yeah, I've had like, that look a few times in my life. What? <laughs> what were you doing? Seventy six, seventy eight. Were you already? You're already. I started around seventy eight. Yeah, 
Did you ever go to Berkeley and skate over there? They had a few competitions back in the day. No, uh uh-uh. Okay, because we were skating there from 75 to 78. Yeah. And I remember hearing about all you guys. I'm like, yeah, we skated the Dogtown era, but we were in Berkeley. (laughs) Yeah, I I grew up, when I started, those guys were already established. Okay. And so I grew up reading about them and didn't really have any interactions with them or anything. I I was going to all the amateur events in Southern California, and that was that was the way to get recognized or to even be in the scene back then. I did see the doc, but I just didn't know what the I didn't remember what the era. No, was but I, you know, it, it, a lot of it's it's murky. Those all those years, especially the late seventies, early eighties, because there was a a big revolution of of skating in terms of what people were capable of, tricks, people doing aerials and things like that. You know, that all happened very quickly. But it was a big jump from, like, Dogtown Crew, you know, uh, Jay Adams and, and people, like, carving and doing And all of a sudden it was like, oh, now this is acrobatics. Right. Um, and that's when I got in. That's what got me in. I saw people flying and I was like, I want to fly. Right. You know, had I grown up maybe a few years Three before that and seen what they were doing, I'd been like, I don't, I don't think I can get into that. There's things that he did that, like everybody does, like Rodney Mullen too. There's people that did stuff at a certain time where there was that was the first time anyone ever did it. So it's like, is somebody now? You know, I mean, there's Mitchy Bruscos and all these amazing vert skaters, but they had something to base off it. They saw a 720. So why can't I do a tower grab seven? I'm like, what if you didn't know that you could do a 720 in the air? That's what he did. So, so and we definitely have the reverence for that crew. Absolutely, but it just didn't seem tangible. What we, do you mean? It didn't like we were like I was so young, and that was just a world away of the, of this Venice crew and surfers and sneaking into backyards, and I was just like I didn't. I was just some kid from Southern California, you know. Like I didn't even think that that's that's something that I could participate in. Right. But then when it when it opened up to skate parks and. There are magazines, and there there is a path to learning how to do this. That's when that's that's what drew me into it. Yeah. But 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 you know we we stand on the shoulders of giants. Like those guys, they were the pioneers. Yeah. As far as, far as I was concerned, they were the ones that I was reading about the magazines and, and obviously all the stories. But but what I want to ask you is what what was the catalyst for you? Like your moment. Like I saw, I saw people flying out of pools, and I was like, this is that's what I want to do. I'm dropping everything else. And then, like he said, he saw a skate video, and it was like, I want to do that. What was your moment that I was like, this is what I want to do? Well, that time on the beach, watching Laird and them, but... But you were doing it way before that. Yeah, you were already a good surfer if yeah, you were paddling. Yeah, you were surfing a big yourself. Wave yeah. surfer. Like, when uh, did you I got to Hawaii when I was 11, and there was we didn't have much. We were on my mom's husband left her, and we were in Cement City, and we are on welfare, barely getting by, and my mom got us a surfboard. And we to had, share? To share. Yes. $15 at a garage sale. Wow. Super and heavy. Two guys huge. had to carry it to the beach. And what beach? Right in Cement City, right on the reef. Wow. Right in front of Hammerheads. And uh, that was it. Nothing. But isn't that the board that you sawed in half to make it a short board? That was actually my next board. It was a little lighter, a little shorter. You were 11? Yeah, 11. But at like 13, she got me another board, and it was still too big. So I cut the middle out, about a foot or two out of the middle, in my bedroom, and then fiberglassed it back together, Amazing. and it ended up a stinger, Yeah, and that was my board. I was so stoked. Did you get vibed? <laughs> By where we were at Holly Eva, and we were the worst guys there, and we're going straight, and everybody's surfing circles around us. So. No, we, we got along with everybody, but we yeah. were no good. Okay, so, so it was then never, it was a threat because you weren't you weren't like yeah. taking waves. It was never going to be a career. Wow, was there a time where you started to get good where there was some vibes? You know, we were super lucky. We uh, hung with the gnarliest guys right. on the North Shore. Because they were our best them, friends. You knew them before because they smoked a lot of pot. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, joints a day, ten joints a day every day for about ten years, twelve to twenty-two. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. But then you quit. And yeah, that was went it. to Japan. Had a realization that I could actually be a professional surfer. And just what made you realize you could be a professional when you're in Japan? Well, at 17, I was getting ready to graduate, yeah. and I had all C's and D's. Well, mostly D's. 
maybe a couple Fs even, because when I would go to school, instead of going right to school, I went left to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And it was an easy choice. And then I was a, it was halfway through the year, and I'm just panicking. Like, what the hell am I going to do when I get out of school? Am I going to be a in your senior year waiter or uh-huh. a construction worker? I mean, it was content. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try and flunk this year. I'll just flunk everything so I can stay in school one more year, so I have another year to figure it out. And then Randy Rare sponsored me with Surfers Alliance Clothing back in the day, and he put me in the Triple Crown at Hollywood Sunset and Pipe. Back then, if you win... Had you competed before that? Just small waves and never really did any good. I actually did Sunset. No, no, never did Sunset. Small waves. Small waves. Never did any good. And then uh, back then, if you receive any amount of money and accept it, you're automatically a pro. Now you can have a million-dollar contract and you're still amateur. And I won money at Pipe and won money at Sunset. Gladly accepted it. And I'm like... Oh my God, I'm a pro, pro surfer. <laughs> yeah. Holy sh- and that was the real fluke. That was the one time I would say it was guarantee a fluke that I became a professional well, surfer. Was it a fluke or was it destiny? All right. But, but then I, how did, what, what leads you I, to Japan? Japanese sponsors. I had okay. all Japanese sponsors from then on for 10 years. And they flew you out. They flew us out. Just he speaks us Japanese. Out. Wait, you learned that stuff. Uh, wait, were they just they yeah. just inviting you there to to get content and surf? Yeah. Or? No, there's a contest. Contest, okay. Hotline wetsuits. And, um, oh, it was with Hotline with Willis Brothers Surfboards. And uh, they Shinzo Tunuma would fly me there every year and stay at his house. And they'd take me to the best restaurants. And just like, it was so amazing every year. But the first year I'm at the contest, sent me up to the place of the contest. I'm in my own room by myself, sleeping on this little thin Japanese bed. Mm-hmm. And um, it just hit me. I better get focused. I can do this for the rest of my life. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, smoke those joints. Oh, you mean at, at some point you were like, this is just a party and yeah. it's incidental to surfing. Yes. Or the surfing is incidental to this. Yes. Yeah. And then um, I said, okay, I wake up morning, smoke my fat joint, go surf. And that's super early. Then I come in, go home, eat breakfast, take a little nap. And that's when all the cameras came out. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm missing all the sh- photo sessions. And that's how they're, that's what your career was based on back mm-hmm. in the day. If you had yep. any pictures in the magazine. Yep. And, uh, and photo then I was like, okay. And, I, and I'm not, I'm a little more lazy. So I'm going to quit everything and just focus on being a professional surfer. Hey, Tony Hawk. Jason Ellis. Yeah, so cool. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Chew, the greatest invention since sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that you're a happy customer. I am. A, of yeah, Blue Chew. Yeah. Hey, Blue Chew, just send me some. I'm, I buy them. Really? Yes. Like, <laughs> let's seriously synergize, Blue Chew. Let me, I'll get a tattoo. It's so good. Well, Bluetooth wants to also help you have better sex because they're obviously helping him. I'm shredding, you guys. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code HawkWolf at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Bluetooth.com, promo code HawkWolf to receive your first month free. Yeah, it comes to the discreet thing. No one knows unless you're me and you tell everybody. But it's, yeah, you can just privately get it. And, and you know, you rip a little baggie and. And Bob is your uncle. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Bob is your uncle in such a excited, but sultry But you know way. what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, it's clear what you're saying. Oh, yeah. By your tone of voice. It's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. BlueChew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Blue- Chew it and do it. <laughs> And we have got a special offer for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Hawk HawkWolf at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code HawkWolf. Quit drinking and everything. Everything. Ever since. I went back for a little while and got kind of ugly. But then that was another realization. Then again. I met her and got really beautiful. <laughs> About 13 years ago. So That's she great. helped him clear it all out for good. Yeah, I didn't know. He kind of, uh, what is it, catfished me? <laughs> How do you... Like, cat- like no, he presented himself as sober? <laughs> I was a very uh, innocent uh, person. 
And I thought he was innocent too. <laughs> I the most irresponsible thing she ever did in her life. That's true. <laughs> but it sounds like. And then I realized you. he wasn't so innocent. When we're driving to the airport. <laughs> Wait, what happened driving to the airport? Um, there was a um like police check going into LAX. Uh, yeah. And he's like, um, I need you to drive. <laughs> and I'm like, why? He's like, well. I don't have a driver's license. <laughs> and I'm and like, well, I have a why? Warrant. Why don't you have a driver's license? Yeah. Why did he not have a driver's I had license? A DUI oh. that was pending that every time I would go. There would be a big swell, so he never made it. Was it always, I uh, missed like three court dates, so it got a more expensive, more expensive. And then I think I even had a warrant at that time. And then he's like, okay, get out of the car. You're going to miss your flight. So I'm like, oh, my God. Um, I've. Fallen in love with this guy, and now he's bad. He's a oh. bad boy. <laughs> oh, they got you. <laughs> no, but like I had a flight. They didn't see you. They didn't see you switch drivers. We pulled it off. No, yeah, we pulled it off. It was fine. But so then she calls a lawyer. But, but then I call call him, and then I'm like, "Well, do you do other things besides just get drunk and get DUIs?" And then he admitted that part too, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like that was never in my wheelhouse of anything I'd ever been around. Are we talking about smoking weed? No. No, I mean, I'm not that. Oh. <laughs> he partied, you're saying? <laughs> yeah, he partied, right. yeah. You came out with it all. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Had to. Came clean, got clean. Yeah. Yeah? It was just coke, but still, that gets ugly. Yeah, and being... It's a, not a party after a while. Yeah, and being our age, you're not going to be a high-level athlete with that in your system, right? No. Like the longevity. No longevity at all. Right. I mean, when you're young, you can get away with it, but I would not recommend it to anybody. Right. At all. Drugs, drinking, none of that got me where I am in my life. That actually took me a lot longer to get where I am because yep. of it. There's so many days that I miss, so many business appointments that I blew off and blah, 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 blah. And now I noticed that you, like, you breath work, and you, so you, 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 eat, you eat clean, you came with smoothies and as, asahi bowls. <laughs> like, is this... On ice, by the way, for us. Yeah, from LA. Dude, yeah. He can feed an army. Of, like, oh, he can yeah. give the rampant smoothie as well. No one want. has ever done that for us. Thank oh. you, guys. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, from sunlight. Yeah, well, it's thanks Khalil, to Khalil. Khalil He's them. like, here, take this cooler. Yeah, yeah. Okay. amazing. Thank you. Dude, to be your your age and to be surfing giant waves like that, and to, it's like whatever you're contemplating, whether you could or you're not, it sounds like if you wanted to, you could still. And as somebody who's 52, like, you know, when we, when we skate the ramp, Anybody who's fifty, there's not many of us left, you know. And 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 it's and to me, I think any of us that are up there, I don't care what level you're at anymore. If you're up there, you you're doing something right because I could feel my body's because I used, I partied my whole life and things were falling off and I've always just been running on duct tape, and and now I see like I feel like we're the first of its kind where. It's like 50-year-olds on the vert ramp. Like, there was never that, not doing what we're doing. And now I feel like I, it's not going to end tomorrow. Like, if I keep, like, being healthy, I think I could get better again. So, and I could tell by when we started doing breath work out there, I knew you were like, I know all about that. And then you know about cold plunges and all this other stuff. Like, how far, how deep in it are you? Yeah, cold plunge, sauna, training. In a perfect day, I wake up. I mean, I wake up every day at five, but a perfect day, I go and do my meditation and my reading, and then I go to the gym and do my basic workout, and then I'll do the cold plunge in a sauna, and then I'll go to another gym and do a different type of work. In Italy, we have this amazing new uh, this gym that's built in this massive greenhouse, and it's built for dancers, a Juilliard uh, place. Performing for Arts Training Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's massive. And um, they have these machines, gravity machines. So they're like Pilates, but they they go up however high you want it. And it's the best workout I've ever done because it's just like no impact and full body joint mobilization and strength at the same time. And with that, and, and if i on that program, which I'm going to be when I get home. Where's uh, home though? You said Italy is one home? <laughs> Home is where the swell is. is. We are. I don't. We've been trying to be in Italy, but it hasn't worked. But why Italy? Going back to that question, though, it's about consumption. But it's everything you consume. TV. Go on. Music. Don't don't just say about (laughs) consumption. Give me details. Well, of course, of what you're consuming, 
food wise and yeah. supplement wise yeah. is super important, but it's also what you're consuming on your phone and on the TV and on your podcasts. It's are you saying that the stupid memes that I look at endlessly are, aren't benefiting if me? They make you laugh. That's good. It releases oxygen. They make me laugh. They don't make my wife laugh. That's the disappointing part. But that's kind of it, funny, too. <laughs> it actually becomes part of us. Everything <laughs> yeah. we consume with our eyes or ears. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I get yeah. it. So I think for you, me, it just it becomes so that I can speak my kids' language. Uh, you, there you go. Yeah, can, you have to know what's I going on. I can connect right, with them yeah. on, on yeah. dumb stuff like that. And she's like, what are you guys talking about? Like, yeah. Right. I know. What's up? I'm cool. I live yeah. on the internet. Right. <laughs> hey, kids, I'm lit, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bussing. Yeah, but I'll be bussing. <laughs> I can't that wait. for my kids if they're yeah. watching. The one that gets me is cap. Stop the cap. Stop the Oh, hood? no cap. Yeah, if no you're cap. Lying. No yeah. cap, yeah. Oh, okay. You know that, right? No, no cap. No, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not cool. Well, there you go. <laughs> I didn't know anything about cap. Say, you say something that's factual and you say no cap. That means like this is the truth it's and it's real. not a lie. Oh, so wow. now we've heard another definition because somebody else yeah, said no, it was we off were, the head. No, that we were trying to think of how they came up with. Oh, I don't that. know where like, the, I don't why? know the origin or, story of that. I just know what it, no I know the context to, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this kid's laughing right now. <laughs> <laughs> These people know nothing. <laughs> trying, we know <laughs> everything. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So do we you know everything s- about pain. Are you on social oh. media? We are. That's the only place I kind of play around a little bit, but I do my best not to, but it's hard. I get sucked in. We have one phone between the two of us. We have a bat phone if we're separate, which doesn't happen often. We do have one phone. And one, of your, one of your kids skates a lot, right? My son Beryl was. Beryl. Two and a half, he was Yeah, I saw him. He was nuts. killing it. And then two he and a half. Kind of quit. Oh yeah, happens. Yeah. He was the man. It was the and even Thea, the five year old, she was, she was at, hitting, at a year old that hitting coping. She, yeah, she was wild. In <laughs> one, yes, hitting coping. Yeah, little blonde. Is it your mini ramp? I, I saw yeah, footage of them on a mini yeah, ramp. Yeah, yeah, mini ramp. Yeah. Right? yeah, I got videos of her hitting coping, going over, coming down. Oh, just holding on to the yeah. rail. And then she had one little wipe out and done. Yeah, she's all padded enough. up. She was, but. I mean, sometimes that is the turning point, though, and, and, and necessary for a kid's experience where it's like, oh, you can get hurt. Yeah. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I totally respect yeah. that. Yeah, My I daughter was, she was doing it when she was really young. And then I think at some point she just realized that none of her friends skate. Yeah, she doesn't And want I to. only, I'm her skater friend. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do this other stuff. Right. Yeah, my daughter was, when she was real little, she used to bomb the driveway and I was like, that's like skill to do that. Yeah. And her mother would be like, you shouldn't. And I'm like, hey, she's having fun. She didn't get hurt. And then and then also on a dirt bike, I had my 450 and I'd be riding out the front after I'd wash it and I'd put her on the tank and she'd steer it. And I'd be like, it's all you. Go for it. And she'd be like, dang, 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 dang. And, and then she's like turning around. I'm like, she's going to turn into a nutcase when she gets older. And now... She would not touch a dirt bike. Like she's like dirt bike. Ew. Yeah. Oh, skateboard. Really? Yeah. She's yeah. a she's a girl. She girl, likes girl's girl, girl stuff. Yeah. But they they only did because people will say like, "Why don't you you know push your son?" And I'm like, I'm not. Like I get that you guys from your mainstream sports. You know what I mean? You want to coach your kids to get better, and and that's cool. Like if that's what they want to do. But I know to be really good at it, you can't tell me to be really yeah. good at it. I want to be really good at it. Like if I ask for help Intrinsic by somebody, then yeah. sure. But I just never got the, come on. Like my son's name's Tiger. I'm like, come on, Tiger. Like drop in on the vert ramp. Like I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to tell Tiger to drop in on the vert ramp. Like if he's like, no, I'll kill myself. I'm like, yeah, you might. And if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But if you want to, then I'll be there to, to tell you what to do and what not to do. But I just never... Got like a motocross. I did a lot of moto in my life and I've seen a lot of dads push kids where I'm like, man, I I mean, like if that's how you guys work, but it just seems like. I like like your your technique is just to name them Barrel. Yeah. No pressure. Well, that's where I want to be all day. (laughs) No, no, we got it. Dude, you didn't have to. Yeah, we got it. He's the one and only. He's the only Barrel. Yeah, isn't it wild? Oh, yeah. I was talking with Tom Tom Carroll. Does he appreciate that? No, he I think he loves name. it. He loves yeah. it. He loves it. Okay, because that, that is pretty sick. Tom Carroll, and he's like, "Your son's name Barrel. 
huh, I should have thought of that. I could have yeah. my son Barrel Carroll. <laughs> oh, wow. Can he get barreled? Like, I can't believe no one That's his yeah. favorite thing. Hell yeah. yeah. Once we thought What of about it? Closeout? No? <laughs> he loves uh, surf wave pools and smaller ones. Same. Kelly. Yeah. I, I am all about. We should the go to Kelly's waves. together someday. Or the Austin Please. one when it opens. That one's going to be bigger Austin, and better. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally in. Me too. I'm in the group. Okay, yeah. let's do it. He was telling me if I go to Kelly's He's got to come. He'll get barreled. That there's a guy there. Oh, yeah. Raymana. Oh, yeah, we'll Raymana Raymana will put you will in the... pick yeah, you up will. if you yes, fall yeah. and he put will. you back on your board. You gotta is... Show him some video. Oh, it's insane. He is... He's God, like he's, he's a magician, <laughs> dude. I cannot. Yeah. I, every time I see a video of Ramon, I'm like, how does? It? And and he is steady. He's on the wave. Yeah. He's in the pocket, and he's just like, nope, you're getting back on the board. The people and fall over and over. He picks them right yeah, back. Picks them up. Like <laughs> one grown ass them. men. Grown ass men have fallen off the board. They got one foot on it. He grabs them, puts them back on it, and then guides them to the barrel from on the it. same wave. Yeah, on jet the jet same wave. Like no, no, jet. no. He's dude, Raymond, he's the best, dude. The best. Yeah. And he goes, I love you. Yeah. No, no, no. I love you. Love you, man. My first time ever at Kelly's was like early days, right? So I'm there with Kelly and Sean White and Eddie Vedder. And I've never been to this place. I don't know anything. And they set me up, luckily on a left, right? But Ray Mana is my guy. And he's trying to give me some guidance. Are you on the ski or paddling? Paddling. Okay. And uh, and the wave starts coming and, and I'm like, he's like, okay, okay. Because you know you got to paddle. You, you know, you got yeah, to paddle yeah, in a direction that's not really natural. Yeah, it's not natural. natural. Not at all. And uh, I'm like, okay. And he's like, he's like, okay, Tony, I love you. <laughs> no, like, for real. For real. And he means it. That's his thing. It. But also, but I'm it. like, but it freaked me out. So I was like, yeah. does he think I'm going to die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point, right? Yeah, what's like, what does up? that mean? Yeah, is this my last wave ever? Yeah, he's just, he's trying to calm your nerves. Yeah. It yeah. worked. I made the wave, but it, it was a little like, okay, yep, I love you too. I'm going to go. <laughs> and you got it. I got the wave. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think I missed my second wave, but I got that one under my belt. there too. What's so up? You don't oh, yeah. miss them when you're on the jet ski and you step off. Yeah, you got. Nah, well, I, I, no, I, I got to do that too after yeah. after he told me that's an option. I was like, wait, you'll just yeah, put man. me on the way. <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds sick. That. I, so nice. I hate paddling. You just skim right in. Yeah, I broke my shoulder so many times. I feel like there's just something about it. Like I get, I get, uh, I get armpit pump in a way where I'm like. Nobody's ever been this tired that quick, right? Like, I, I go to the gym. Like, what is up with my so, arms? But you get so spoiled at that place, too, because you don't even have to paddle into position. Right. They just come and pick you up where right. you are and yeah. place you there. Yeah, yeah that one, And too. then place everyone else. Like, they're just moving pieces There's on a chessboard. And who, yeah. Yeah. First peak. Okay, yeah, who's okay. ever first get there. Yeah, you, and But the only thing that's challenging there is... When your friend's riding the wave and you're down at the second, and you want him to bail, wave, you're like, Fall, oh yeah, I was, I was there for that. <laughs> and and also, but the funniest thing is, you start paddling, draw a way ahead, just in case, yeah, just in case, because they All might the fall the right second. in front of you. Yep. They might fall yeah. right in front of you. There is that chance. So you're like, okay, 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 ah, okay. oh, he made it. Yeah. If you're Kelly, you just step off onto your feet onto the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so amazing. Did you ever ride the flow rider? I have down, down, yeah, down Danger. here. Back in the day. Yeah, me too. I've thought of, you could actually conceive your child in the barrel. Yeah, the he was rider. on this obsession for a while. You walk in there. You can stand in there. Especially if you're holding he somebody, you have I enough weight. Yep, and that in would, the barrel. it would really get stuck if you lost your footing, though. <laughs> yeah, you could break something. Might be fun. <laughs> oh, no, I saw Rob Machado's brother break his arm in half. Oh, no. Ah! Going over oh. the falls, yeah. Ah! And then he got stuck in the spin cycle. Oh, yeah, so your idea is yeah. really bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever do your straps on a tow board or any type of board by chance, yeah. make sure they're tight so you they only hit the bridge of your foot. When you so come to Hawaii out further. front of our house. Then okay. out. Hey, you guys, thanks for coming in and sharing yeah. the story. That was, that was really fun. That yeah, mad respects to you, man, riding those ways. I, I, uh, I appreciate that I'm a, I'm a, I live long enough to see humans ride down those monsters. I never thought that I would. I've seen some big wave surfing, but when you're talking about that kind of distance and what those things look like in that documentary, you got to be shitting me, man. But also, we're your demographic. Like you're inspiring yeah. us. You're uh -huh. you're doing the stuff. You know, we're still trying well, to. You guys too. Do yeah, the thing, you're, but... that's what I said in the book. Inspiration. Oh, I appreciate it. This Who is amazing. This? 
Well, was, especially uh, it's like, um, is, it, is this like a companion piece to the series, or is this well, this was before. This before. was before. Yeah. Okay, she this actually is... wrote the script for the series, to the treatment. Oh, amazing! Okay, um, this is his his life story, which is pretty crazy. We're actually working. you should have read this before you guys were. Dead. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. we wrote it together, luckily. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that would have been really censored? helpful. <laughs> it's a little censored, but not too much. Yeah. Okay. No, it's pretty bit. censored. They vetoed so much stuff I wanted to put in there. Her so, and the I'm publisher. sure it's still dark enough. It'd well, be like him. Censor him, it's still plenty dark. You can Fair read enough. between the lines of the childhood the was whacked yeah. out. Yeah. Got it. Hippie yeah. days. Well, Commune. Thanks for the gift. You're welcome. Yeah. Hound of the Sea. Smoothies and books. We're actually working on a feature film with that. It's awesome. Who's playing you? They don't know it yet. Uh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. No, no. That way it'd be a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. He could play whatever, and it'll be a hit. He could do it all. <laughs> all right, thanks so, you guys. That was you awesome. You know what I like about to what you said earlier. First person to do something is somebody that you're like, holy shit. Yeah. She's the first person to toast her Nazareth. First woman. First, first woman. woman. To do what? Toast her Nazareth. Nazareth. Yeah. yeah. Wait, that first time? Uh, yeah. That was the first woman uh, to toast her Nazareth. He's a pioneer of that location. She didn't even know she was going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it does, does it count if you, you didn't know you were You excited <laughs> about that claim to fame, too. Yeah. Now when people say, what do you do? Oh, I'm the first person that towed Nazareth, the first woman. <laughs> and also the first person to climb out of the rock. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Find out how bad it pounds. Yeah. I was the Nazareth guinea pig. Yeah. <laughs> you were the scout. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going surfing with you. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Make sure you like and describe, everybody. Uh, yes. And ride mountains if you dare. <laughs> but ask him for advice. Yeah. yeah. Not. <laughs>